flyover state of film was shot in front of a live studio audience. Exercise myself. Your audio is better, by the way. Fucking sucking on the mic like this. To another episode of Flyover State of Film. I got the boys here not doing any type of fellatio to the mics. Boys, it is the new year, and I'm so happy to be here. 2023. Joe and Brian. Love y'all. Before we get into this, do we have... Any film resolutions for the new year, I assume, right? Any, like, any yeah, type? Yeah, we were, we were kind of talking, right? New year's resolutions. I feel like, I feel like I make lazy resolutions, right? It's like, I don't want to do real things, so I make them about movies. Fair, fair. Like, I can go uh, to the gym, but I'll, uh, uh, I don't know, I'll commit <laughs> to whatever. One of my... Yeah. One of my New Year's resolutions was to not drink in the week anymore. So I mean, you've had a hell of a work week. Well, though. We're That's clearly recording this. I love how you took this shot. going great. I um. I thought that I, was one of the shot like shot spouts that like pours up the ounce, and then you just took it off to pour a full on whatever you wanted in there. But no, I have uh, Oh, you mean you mean one of these? Oh yeah. All right. Um. Yeah, mine um. I, I guess it's kind of twofold. Like I have a letter. I, I want to. So I took a year off of Letterboxd. Like I did it for one year, like religiously, like the COVID year, blah, blah, blah. Now I'm like, I'm ready to go back on it. And like, I'm trying to write little, like one, like, you know, funny blurbs for shit when I just try to get noticed by insane Letterboxd. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, so I started doing that. And then Laura bought me a, like this, like very stylized movie journal. Do I have it next to me? To like, it's basically letterbox. It's like, write down what you watched and some notes, like dislikes, checklists, stars, blah, blah, blah. So I'm going to do that for new releases. And like, she was like, I thought it'd be nice to keep for like track of like flyover and fear stuff too. And I'm like, let me, yeah. you know, that's a good habit to probably get into, like, writing thoughts out. So that's my resolution, to, like, Hopefully do more not. of that. Go more go more analog. Like yeah, not just Twitter. Shit, not like... just our, like, free-flow tw- tweets of, like, nonsense. Can I, can I ask you a question? Because this is the first episode, by the thumbnail, anybody who watched this knows the film we probably picked. Is the first page Johnny B. Good? No, I got the book host johnny be good the first one is megan you should you should oh megan megan fucking megan four so stars much 
I was like, you could always use it for you could like do like just movies you saw in the oh, theater go into the book or like your favorite yeah. stuff you like as you see movies you really like. Those yeah, I think cool. that's what it'll be because I'll show yeah. you. Cut this, you said. He left. I guess that's it for us. Got to see it. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, yeah, that's nice. That looks like I like Stein. that. It's just like movies I like. I can't just do like I watched Halloween Ends today. I'm not writing about fun. right. You can't do that again. You can't watch it. Right so yeah, it's this, it's and really then the inner pages look like her. Okay, All it's right. a very okay. easy, very elementary, and I'm like, I could do this. Does it and have like a make... separate area where you put like director stars? Like, is it more? Is it that kind of thing? Yeah, it's nice. Like each page. It's, it's uh, this is Megan. Four stars. Uh, director. Megan, date you saw it, liked, dislike, okay, final all thought. Right, all right, yeah, I like it. I have two uh, entries, Banshees of Banshees of Ishtar. Oh, and Sharon, I saw that. I watched Sharon's that as well. So that good. We watched. Good. I was telling you. Yeah, I gotta do it. I gotta do it. I said I'm. That's glad gonna you. be my. That's gonna be my. And movie. I've never seen In Bruges, so I literally went in with no preconceived. Oh, you haven't seen In Bruges? Everybody says that, and I want to watch it, but I can't find it anywhere to. It's only to rent. I want to watch it for free. It was on Netflix. Used to be forever on HBO Max. I know it's not anymore though. Just like Airheads, guys. Yeah. Yeah, fucking Airman. I wish we saw Airheads. <laughs> um. But yeah. What are your? Anyone else have any other like resolutions? I'll, I'll say so I can stop talking. Um. <laughs> I wanna. I wanna look. I I started it when I had the the web my wildlifemovies.com, and when I when I dropped the website, I kind of stopped doing it, and it's those deep dives of specific actors or specific directors so it's like i did it for pedro almodovar and i did it for a few other directors but i want to be like oh i want to see five or six good humphrey bogart movies or mm -hmm. i want to see five or six good whatever actors so i used to do that a lot and now i've been Same. like i've been like I, I i think we talked about it i was like i've been very awesome movies a lot like I guess I burned myself out, or I'll just like haven't. That was me with the letterbox. I burned myself yeah. out last year with movie, or the year prior to last year. So I kind of want to. Well, read... the minute it starts to feel like a chore, right? Like, oh, yes. I gotta take notes. Yeah. And now I'm doing. And, it's and like it... homework. It's like when the fun gets yeah. sucked out of it. And then, I assume, yeah. like, if, so let's just say, like Robert De Niro, you don't just want to do like his top five movies everyone knows. Oh yeah, wanna... I want to exactly. Yeah, you want to do so, like, like Frankenstein. Uh, yeah, no, for sure. Underrated classic. No, it was uh, hide and seek. Hide and seek was a uh, that's oh. an interesting one. I had to go back and watch again. Hide and seek, I Showtime. Uh, well, never I see is Angel Heart. I've never seen. Is, Angel uh, Heart. Was he never say a word? Brittany no, Murphy no, also. No, that was Michael uh, Douglas, I think. Because that was like to to your to your point. Like actually, we can use Robert De Niro. That trailer creeped the fuck out of me as like a as like a ten year old. R.I.P. Brittany. Yeah. We could no, yeah. She was a, she was a good actress, man. She was oh, yeah, she, she really was, had a good lane. Yeah. Um, she uh she carries a uh, popular opinion. She carries Eight Mile. Sure. I mean that's yeah. not a popular because Eminem doesn't know how to fucking act. Um. Mm -hmm. She also carries just married, so that's yeah, for sense. sure. Little, and she's fantastic. And she's fantastic in Sin City. Um, so King of the Hill cannot go without mentioning King of the Hill. King of the Hill. Um, but yeah, that just to your point of Robert De Niro. The other day, my wife was like, as it was Sunday, it was one of those rare Sundays that we didn't have anything planned, and she was just 
sleeping and I hit play on Analyze That. I haven't seen it in a long wow. ass time. And I was staring at Robert De Niro and realizing that when I was a kid, Robert De Niro for me was a comedy guy. It was Meet the Parents. It was mm-hmm. Rocky and Bullwinkle. It was uh, um, Analyze That and Showtime. all that bullshit. Showtime. Yeah, Showtime. Yes, I. I, I same. I, I, you said that I had the same De Niro bringing up as you did. Yeah, all but then like I went back purposely and found you know um, Mean Streets and found mm-hmm. Raging Bull and all that shit. So I want to revisit that experience of like, oh, I know that actor, but I don't really know that actor, and finding that they fuck. So, See what yeah, the worst part about that is. Me and Brian got introduced to good De Niro beforehand. We got the, the mafia. Yeah, you guys got to be like watch kind of mediocre De Niro in the mix. Oh shit, he really was good. Yeah, he I really felt like through high school. You didn't get to like experience the decline in real time. Yeah, but that's see, that's yeah. the good thing about that is they saw him before that, so there's no like, oh man, he's not gonna stop. That's true. They didn't get no disappointment. Because then we get to high school. The fuck it was when he stomps the guy's head, and we're like, ah, man, Robbie, why? why I, I, I like want to make Yusuf like a like word named thing with like darts that he could just throw at, and like what it lands on, that's who he has to like dive into. Uh, me and Please, me that would be a fantastic like, guy. Courtney and Sam Worthington movies. Obscure, <laughs> 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 obscure like Amazon movies and all this. We watched something recently, and like it could have been anywhere from like. 2012 to now, Robert De Niro was like in his bed, in a hospital bed, dying. I don't know what it was, what about like what movie it was, but he was not like in the trailer, in the um, description of it. Like he wasn't even in the top like ten. You know, when you go to Amazon, they give you the top like actors. Sure, sure. Top ten. So I'm like, he just pops up at like a good half hour of it, just in a hospital bed. I'm like, is that De Niro? And I'm like, oh, it is. No idea what the fucking film was, but he did that for years with like Pacino, yeah. he set movies together. Like, if I, uh, I mean, if you're good with your resolution, mine is we were just talking about this earlier. You just put a good thing about like going to the movies when we were 13, it was a big thing. Yeah. I haven't gone to the movies other than like here and there, maybe like one or two films a year for the past three years. So I would, for me at least, to like amp that up. So I used to do that all the time. Again, the price of on it on it is different from what it was when we were kids. But like matinees, picking out yeah, certain hell yeah, dude. Sunday mornings are the best time to go see a movie, dude. I mean that's another look. Go see a horror movie on a Sunday morning. Oh, it yeah. so nice. And also you have you have yeah. like a flexible schedule, right? If you have a, a Wednesday fucking off, nobody's gonna be in the oh, yeah. Wednesday matinee. Like I haven't gone to a full price movie in probably like five or six years. I only go to matinees. <laughs> I don't go to fucking movie in the in the evening. Oh, I've, been getting, I've been getting. <laughs> I've been stupid. The one what person that wants to go see movies win. with me, see Black Panther, which is great. But like those ones are like those one in betweens. But like even to go see something is stupid. And I know you guys love it, and I'm just you know jerking off on it because that's a bad term to say. Megan, <laughs> yeah. are you jerking off on Megan? What the fuck did you say? I'm a young girl. Is this the, is this the thing that I'm not gonna the get robot or the actress in the Megan? I cut all that out. What I'm saying is, like, I was being purposely... Is this what's going to get you canceled because I'm not going to cut it out? TJ should have said, I'm trolling the internet about Megan purposely, but I'd like to see it. Yes. Thank you, Joe. And I TJ, translate. I, I TJ translate. Out, 
at that end. I so, wanted to see Megan in the theater, but I was only going to go see it in the theater if I could see it opening weekend so that oh, I had a chance so much fun, to see Avatar. <laughs> that's the movie, yeah. And, like, that's the it thing. I, I wanted Megan to be the one that, like, was the first one to take a weekend away close. from Avatar. It got close. Um, <laughs> it did. It did more TJ, well. you'd be so dis- uh, heart- disheartened to hear that. So I've been going to the movies more with my one friend, and we he's been lives close to Cherry Hill. So that sounds so sad, Joe. My I've been one going friend. My one friend. My, my one friend one... who wants to go to the movies with me. And, and I've been going 30 minutes out of my way to go to the fucking movies. Although it was a mistake to see fucking Avatar that far away because then I had to drive home. Yeah, long movie. So, that's what I'm saying. Like, but I would have loved, as much as I shit on these films. That's where the TJ's way from, by it. the way, guys. I would have loved to have incorporated like a Megan Avatar day because that's something I would have done as a kid because I didn't give a shit. That would be a good. That would be a fun time. Yeah. I would. Uh, you'd you'd have to take like three breaks to smoke, and that's just all Avatar. <laughs> Luckily, when I was a kid, I didn't have to do that. We just fucking had. To I like, like berries or a bunch of crunch or whatever. You know, I I know this was um, I know this was this is just banter of the resolution, but and you said it today. What is like? You guys ever do a triple feature uh, at the movies? Like growing up, that you just like yeah. you know snuck by one and snuck. I always I did I did a lot of doubles, but I don't think I ever did three. I did one triple once. I said it today it was uh, the final destination that the like the last one they put out. The help it wasn't that long ago. Yeah, I like and, it. Did, um, I don't. I couldn't remember. Hangover all of them. two. I can tell you. what. I couldn't remember a little bit. My dad and mom will be like, we have a bunch of diligent uh, stuff to do. Fuck. Um, so we're going to drop the kids at the mall. There's a theater at the mall and just go nuts. And yeah. I probably saw three or four movies and they would oh, pick okay. us up. Yeah, we had a low Cineplex we could walk to. So like it had the A, for, A through F and then like, you know, whatever the letter is after F through so-and-so. Don't ask me about fucking letters. I didn't. G. Oh. Anyway. Because you you so, don't know the letter G because you're not a G, my dude. But oh, I know what man. I mean. He is a ginger. Yeah, I don't know if I oh, should. Oh, damn. Because three movies is Stop tough. Kill. Like, what I did do is if I, like, if I went in, which I did definitely did this one day, we went in and saw Deep Blue Sea at like 10 a.m. Walked out of Deep Blue Sea. I think we walked over and watched like some type of comedy that's out of time, maybe in Austin Powers 2 or something like that. And then because Deep Blue Sea, we couldn't stop talking about that during whatever movie we were Back, like, the next feature of Deep Blue Sea. Again. Went back and saw Deep Blue Sea again. That's excellent. So, like, that's, like, that. most, like, movies I've done is, like, re-watching the same film twice. Sure. It's so yeah, easy. Rules, yeah, actually. Like, 1020 to, like, 1240 films. You just, like, walk out, just walk right into another one. And it wasn't assigned seats back in the day, which is great. No, no, you just walk in. Um, topic. Wait, wait, wait. Sorry. Who's, who's got the first topic? Is it you? Is that an Ant Man trailer or Modoc? Yeah, I mean, fine. I mean, topic. Topic. I didn't see <laughs> uh, Modoc in the trailer. I, didn't I saw Modoc as a robot. Now he's not a cool guy with a weird big face. He's a robot. Um. Cool. So uh, let's go with the the, the uh, Brian or Yusuf here. Yeah, I was gonna say, I, I it doesn't matter. It's TJ's a show, which means it's a free for all. Brian, <laughs> Brian, yeah. Brian. All right, Brian, take over. You're so. totally original. Well, you know, I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos lately, and I've learned that cancel culture and wokeism <laughs> are out of control. 
Go gang. I don't know if you guys know anything about this, but like you can't even make Blazing Saddles anymore because it already got made in the seventies. Bro, don't say that. We're in the Matrix. (laughs) You won't. You you won't get out of it. But in all seriousness, because that's so stupid and a sentiment that morons talk about all the time, I was wondering: Are there any movies or movie premises that legitimately cannot be made anymore because of wokeism or? PC run amok. And 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 as you Brian say, was saying, uh, for you have actually, five fingers. What are they for? Um, well, sorry, Joe. Finish your topic. Your uh, point. I would just say for anyone actually listening, we all on the surface level agree. You can make fucking anything, and there's no such thing as like fully getting canceled. It's just you can make jokes about any topic if your joke is funny. Yeah. So, so yeah. So my pick. My pick is the hot chick, and it's not it's not about the fact that you know it's kind of weird to put a man in a woman's body because it kind of borders on transgender topics or what is a man, what is a woman, gender norms, and all that shit. And it's not even the fact that there's it's a grown ass man inside of a high school setting, which is also kind of weird. Sure, there's other things weird to say. Yeah, it's uh, nice it's because... Huh? What? He's a bad guy in the film. Like, he's a thief. He's a yeah, he's a, he's a legitimate bad person. Yeah, yeah. and he's... He, I don't know what he did with that body. I don't want to speculate. Jessica, um, it's me! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and she, and, and she shows him his dick. Um, uh, to a to an, a minor, uh, which yes. is another issue. Yes. Um. So it's not it's not about you that. wouldn't be oh. waving around to your friends if you had never had one. I've never had one, so I don't know. Um. So it's about Rob Schneider, man. Fuck that asshole. And you know, I honestly hope that there's. <laughs> I know that Adam. Of the topics is because you can't wait. You can't. Yeah. Rob Schneider can't carry that a vehicle question. anymore. <laughs> you can still do all the hacky bullshit that's in the hot chick. You, you, you can't make a Rob Schneider movie anymore. No. You can make all the Asian jokes that Rob Schneider made. You just cast someone else. You just cast uh, Shane Gillis, and we're good. No, but this is this is like I'm so fucking tired of Rob Schneider pivoting. You know, he's never been that guy, you know, and he's acting like he is that guy. And the only reason that he's no longer that guy is because of woke culture. Yeah, it's really annoying. Yeah. And like, he's like like lamenting the loss of a persona he never had. You're a side character in this story. You had like, barely in it. You had like four movies where he was the lead of, and they did marginally well, well. And also, they weren't smash you, hits you weren't like george carlin speaking truth to power and you've been silenced oh. you made deuce bigelow male gigolo you're a <laughs> fucking hack like Ooh. Ooh. Oh, you were you were a hawaiian filipino mexican and there's another one that i can't remember right now oh and a uh, chinese character now i'm yeah. good for you he i know this isn't fucking no naked. he's not anything of what i mentioned he's not i thought he was like he is something, but not all those cultures that I mentioned. Right, he has he's like some Islander. sort of, and he, but he's one of those, it's like that thing of like, well, I have a little bit of, I, I'm partially POC, so that gives me free range to make fun of any culture, we're all one and the same, so I can just spread it around. Uh, yeah, that's, that's my pick. Uh, he stinks. I mean, hot check. 
I like hot chick. That's funny. I'm going to take, like, I'm going to just low brain. Jessica. But again, I feel like you can make this and you can do it in a certain way. Like, I haven't seen Megan, but if you did it in this movie in the way that Megan was kind of set up, because this movie kind of based itself on having an AI genie, which everybody has an issue with, which stars somebody that we're going to talk about later in this uh, podcast. But uh, Weird Science is one of those ones that, like, they did the, sh- the movie in the 80s. They did the TV show in the 90s slash, like, late, maybe early 2000, if it even made it that far. I don't think it did. Maybe, like, 96, 98. Um, but, like... Say, because obviously, if anyone doesn't, if you don't fucking know where your science is, two geeks in high school somehow construct a way to make an uh, AI genie. Uh, yeah, genie, robot. Robot, whatever the hell they, can, they construct, drive yeah. out of it. Some and kind of, yeah, sentient okay. being they create life. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, there's it's a fun it's concept. It's like having a... Uh, yeah, I didn't really think it held up very well. I think actually John is a little more hit and miss than people... It doesn't hold up at all. No, it doesn't hold up at all. It's, and it's like, a fun God, concept. It. But. Yeah, I, I, had watched, I hadn't really watched it. Then we watched. We did it from the bunker back in the day. And it's weird. I think that is maybe a movie you can make. You just t- really tweak a few things, But I'm right? saying, like... You did it like Megan, like so they make this AI and they realize it's using it for sexual favors to make girls jealous, and then it turns on them. And like I'm it's sure it's been done sci-fi fucking like type of way before. It's called Lars and the Real Girl. Oh yeah, there you go. Never saw it or heard. Heard kind of like that, or that just breaks his fucking heart. I didn't really see that. I saw one, her is so good. I'm fucking with you, TJ. Go on with your thought. Well, I'm just saying, like, if they did it, like, some way to where, like, you kind of go into, like, a weird science, like, today film where you're like, oh, they're going to do the same thing with the, the sexual favors and this and that, but then she flips on them and then kind of turns on the geeks that constructed her or made her what they want to, because saying they made to her. To be is, fair, that's literally the only aspect of the movie that kind of holds up, that she is like, I'm not going to touch you guys. Yeah, that's yeah. literally the only aspect that. But like she's up. watchable. But she does though. She has sex with. Uh, I'm the, saying, don't they the, get in the shower? I'm thinking a shower. Oh yeah. Wakes yeah. up in her underwear in the morning. They let her know, like, you fell asleep halfway through my gymnastics routine, and I had to wake you up. Like, they definitely in like insinuate that they fuck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not a good. She's. Never mind. Whole body. He's also a 16 year old kid. Again, back with the that type of shit. But yeah, we can touch that on uh, on uh, Johnny B. Good later. We can touch upon that, but later. I mean, who's next? Oh, I'll, I'll go. Yeah. Uh, I think that I'm also gonna take what I thought was the most obvious of low hanging fruits that I can't believe anybody's already said. Soul Man. It's Soul Man, exactly. Oh, really? <laughs> you can't make Soul Man anymore. <laughs> Diet pills, baby. Well, does that fall? No, can, I can ask you this. Oh, sorry. Is Tropic Thunder? Is that something where it was made at the right time? Because you can even do that well, now. I think there, and I have this. I, I've had this discussion when talking about Robert different episodes that get way. pulled on shows that feature blackface. Because I do think there are some that really say something about that are using blackface to like actually make a comment and say something. Yep. And I think that's what's like going on with Tropic Thunder. Whereas 
there's a real vibe in Soul Man of like this real kind of conservative y like, well, affirmative action is actually only a thing to steal away spots from the rightful white people who should have them. So he's actually right to paint up Yo. himself black and take Joe. that affirmative action spot back. Can we, you know? Wait, wait, wait. Can we hit pause real quick? Joe, what's your pick? You don't have to go into deep with it. What's your uh, pick? Don't don't be a menace while drinking your juice. In okay, South cool. Central. Brian, the one that actually goes with you is Joanna Man. 100%. You can't do oh, Joanna Man. I, I, yeah. I, I've never seen Joanna Man. That's my It's a man well, pretending to be a woman so he can succeed in the WNBA. Okay, yeah, absolutely. Same type of vibe. I was going to say, but well, I think that's because some guys are Orlando here, Jones. I think you can still do white <laughs> shit. I do think you, oh, can, you can still can... do white shit. Yeah, you we can do white shit. We watched white chicks the other day that's as fine. like background, like getting ready. Like, I was like, oh, I'll just throw white chicks on. as on HBO. It's still, it's like some jokes don't land, but it's still fucking hysterical. Like, I laugh at that movie. That's you actually what I've never, you, wait, you know I've never seen that. Then Nostalgia holds up for me on that one. That's movie. what inspired this uh, question, this question from Brian actually was White Chicks, ironically. Um, Soul Man, uh, the fucking diet pill thing is the craziest <laughs> part of that. He's, he, they're getting him black from taking tanning pills, which I don't think even are a real thing. Yeah, I don't think that's a thing. But they say it in the movie. Yeah. Um, but I think they, the, that's how they get around the idea that he's just like Al Jolson up with like some, what I, with some I shoe polish or whatever. Crazy about like the um, stuff around it is today, you could rent it. Like you go on Amazon or Vudu and we could rent that movie and purchase it. And like, I'm all for like, make everything available. Wait, it should exist. People. I'm not saying it shouldn't exist. They shouldn't do but it again. It's one of those things that I think is crazy. You can do that movie, but we can't fucking go out and rent airheads. <laughs> well, that's a different reason. <laughs> I know. It's not because airheads know. is offensive. I don't or know. Or no, no, man, no, because Dan no, Aykroyd no, fuck with it's the me. Matrix, okay? I'm sorry, he's talking actually, about aliens. He's talking about things that he shouldn't be talking about. So actually, the Matrix pulled him out. I take that back. It is crazy that I could go fucking watch Rent Soul Man, but I can't watch an episode of It's Always Sunny. That's true. I do yeah. agree with that. That like it should be available to buy, but any streaming service that pulled blackface episodes of shows, but it's, also but allows you to have soul, watch Soul Man. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, critical. That's no, right. It's just it's just performative performative, performative. wokeism. That's oh yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I, I hate just, to you know I hate the, to strike at them from the left, but it's true. Yeah. It, so they did this, I think they did this on purpose. So obviously a pick that you could have done, which I don't know if you could do today unless you did how they did in the sequel. Um, Weekend of Burns, playing with the dead corpse. Yeah. But the second one adds a voodoo aspect to it, which makes it like mm -hmm. magical. And you could but do that. Could probably do that now, but it's like, I'm thinking about that aging. I don't know why C. Thomas Howe, when you when brought that up, I thought of him, but I was thinking of the kid from fucking... Uh, Pretty in Pink, I believe, is the main character in Weekend of Bernie's. Either way, like, okay. if because you, it's hard to just go, you know, Joe, because it's hard to put words. I was trying to say it'll come up eventually, but I'll okay. Wrong. Um, yeah. So I don't, I don't know why I was trying to think of this, and I'm, I'm in that camp, right? Like, I think you can fucking make virtually anything, and that's why this is a. Well, question. I think like, and I didn't see it, and I don't want to get into the argument about like, oh, it was it was a gay movie for straight people or blah blah blah. But I think Bros just came out and proved that you can still like do that kind of a movie and be like, hey, we're gonna like make you know 
Jesus. As long as the right people are making it making and saying the things and telling the their own story he, or whatever, like yeah, the way he did went. You about see it, Yusuf? You're looking like you saw it. He went away. Yeah, teachers. The way he went about it. I was so yeah. into it. I was like, oh, this looks great. This looks and great. Yeah. Stuff. And I'm like, Billy Eichner kind of soured me on it because he made it like. I will. Yo, the best tweet was from a gay comedian, and he said, "It's hilarious that Billy Eichner is." is attributing the failure to straight people, not accounting to the fact that his comedy fucking sucks. And I was like, God damn. <laughs> God damn, dude. Mateo I like Billy Agner, but that was hilarious. Yeah. Mateo, yeah. I don't know his last name. Mateo fucking what's his face. I oh, think Mateo fucking slaps, man. He's he so is funny. hilarious. He's probably one of the best comedians out there. And if yeah. he that, now I don't even want to watch. I'm good. <laughs> um, all right, my pick. Uh, and I, I really took it as like beat for beat today. Like, like no, because you can make spoofs today, but don't be a menace. Uh, don't be a menace to South Central while drinking your juice in the hood. Um, that like, that is line for, I know it's made by the Wayne's brothers, like people of color, but line for line, scene by scene is just offensive after offense. And it's hysterical. Um, and I just I don't think that movie can exist, even if it is a parody of like let's say they let's say they did want to make a parody of like modern rap growing up and things like that. Like it is like well, I was gonna say, can you even make the type of movie they're parodying anymore? Like, would it be too hacky to try to make like an a, an inner city drama no, in the two thousand you know now in our current era? Is that like too hacky? And when you said it, I was like, there's. In my brain, I'm like, the only way that you can make it funny and it has to be, like, straight to streaming is if you remade this scene for scene, right? Yeah. But really just incorporate every character as a white person. <laughs> because it kind of flips it on its fucking head and even would bring... People so, would be like, why the fuck would you even do that out of the... Like, why? And then you just throw it out there. Just so the scene... Only way you make it fun of it on the back. I mean, but that. I think I think even uh, Marlon would agree with you, Joe, because he's been bitching and moaning that he cannot make a movie or content anymore yeah. due to the the nature of society today. I'm like, ah, you know, motherfucker, yeah, you you did a lot of fucking shit. Go back and watch. Go back and watch scary movie. And like, yeah, there's some there's parts of it that are hilarious, but like, and there's also, a lot of lazy writing. And also, yeah. there's a whole jo- there's a whole character who the whole joke is just they are a gay person. Yes, yeah. that's it's, the only joke there is. That's is the lazy, they, ra- it's, yeah. As they, a gay it's like, the joke is they like to have sex with men. Get it? Yeah. yeah. So and that and that's pervasive in like in and every in every culture. Like even if we go back to Bros, which is like the most recent comedy. There's probably a lot of shit ton of lazy writing in there that ten years from now people are gonna roll their fucking eyes at. I, and but like for Johnny B. Good, there's a scene that I'm just I have it in my head. I'm sorry, you recently watched it. Which is two obese people making out, and it, that's literally the only joke. The joke like, is oh just that they're fat. Obese um, people cannot just fucking make out. They, they, back, the uh, joke we, is that they exist. That's yeah. what we're laughing at. They're just living their life, and it's hilarious. Because like so look at them. That's like that's us. like ninety percent, not ninety, but maybe like forty or fifty percent. Of scary movie, don't be a oh, man. It's, 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 it's like lazy. It, it's and it's and it's those... and the thing is, it's in living color too. It's like oh, oh, try, living color is the worst. You try to go back to a living color, and it's brutal. Like and I, so I, much of it I is just that. like I punching that. down and. 
I picked that purposely. It's the punching down, and it is it is from people of color. So it's something I could yeah. look at and not go, you know, you could objectively all go, oh, oh yeah, it's not just one hand doing one thing. The yeah. scene that stood out to me, why I said, like, why I was like, ooh, I think it's fucking hysterical. But the scene in the liquor store with the eight with the um with the Asian owners and what yeah. the uh, what the um the metal detector says anytime someone walks in and out of the place. Well, I don't remember great, the great lazy. I can't say it. Great lazy humor. <laughs> Never in a million years they let in that. Yeah. Seeing unless it's on a YouTube video, that's not get a production companies about putting out maybe ben shapiro's company at this, <laughs> at this time like also two questions wrap in one let's get them out real quick um i've always thought of this is princess bride technically a spoof yes That's a good question i never yeah i would of say so yeah, yes. of, of like fantasy movies kind of oh yeah. uh, you know fairy tales yeah so like boom i love that fucking film we just watched it again the other day fell in love Don't with it yeah so good um and at this time, when this time. You know, there was only like Police Academy, what, uh, Naked Gun, and me. Naked Airplane, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, it's the other one. Like, this one. Sounds like, of the Hams. No. No, no one watched. Uh, no one watched Sounds yeah. of the Hams. I did. Uh, yep. um, wrongfully Accused. Topic. Well, that's a good one. Mafia, <laughs> one of the worst Actually, movies Real I've Genius ever rented. comes to mind. That's going to come up later. Uh, All right. We're doing another topic. Who's topic? Oh, topic. oh wait, 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 wait. Yusuf actually came up with this one on the fly. He was yeah. just like, I'm so Topic! Topic! Yeah, Yusuf was like, I can't get a topic. Then me, he was like, well, what if we do this? Yeah. You couldn't yeah, tell uh, It only took me needling him a little bit. Yeah, clutch players like that way. So, um, you know, there's, I bet everybody can identify with this and if you have comment down below guys and tell us what are the movies subscribe hit like, like subscribe bro. Ooh, type in the comments um, below where can the people find you yeah um we really do like comments though. discuss in the comments um so thank you ryan more than likely you've been netflix hulu hbo whatever the case may be scrolling through and you see that one movie and you go like, oh, fuck, I, I haven't seen that in a while. But you don't hit play because it's just like it hit, either hits close, too close to home or your personal life currently aligns way too much with the topic. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I don't want to deal with this bullshit. Like, this is not my pick, but like an example is uh, there's a new movie coming out to Hulu and it's very pandemic centric. And I was like, oh, I'm not, I don't want to fuck with this shit. That, all, that shit at the beginning almost ruined Glass Onion for me. I was almost like, yes. oh, we're doing, we're doing this. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, what is, um, I'll give my pick that way I can stop talking, uh, and finish this. Uh, my pick is Coco. Um, I cannot fucking watch Coco, especially after my beautiful grandmother died last year. Um, the fact that is very centered around, um, the loss of a loved one, especially one that is so centered or so it it anchors your family in a way that it gives an identity to your family. Mm -hmm. Like my grandfather, actually I'm wearing his hat. I didn't even notice. Um, my grandfather, my, my grandmother, not only establish our values, but our traditions. So everything that we do can be very easily traced to 
them, like my job, I'm an accountant and my grandfather was an accountant and I always analyzed him and I wanted to be an accountant. Um, and that's why I'm fucking dying over here. <laughs> he was Yay. always dying as well. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but the movie. Little Yusuf, really, like, just sitting over the little, like, ticker tape calculator, just dreaming an abacus. of being an someday. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, but that movie really centers around the idea of a family's identity potentially being lost due to them not remembering, uh, a loved one, a relative. Um, and that type of like heavy messaging really pulls me away from like hitting play. And the movie is beautiful, super well made. The music is great. The visuals are fantastic. who almost has feels nothing for anyone. I can cry at the end of Coco. Yeah, yeah it's fantastic. Coco's like, oh, wonderful. when that old lady fucking look, my fucking arms, my uh, hair is just turning up. My when that old lady goes like, Papa, it's like, oh, fuck you. Yeah. Fuck so, you. They put it pretty hard. They do. Um, yeah, so and and she's a real life woman, and she died the other day. So that's also fucking oh, yeah. uh, uh, an extra dot drop on the sad bucket. But yeah, so I cannot about- fucking watch Coco, and I think I cannot watch Moana, even though it's not as centered around the grandmother. The beginning is very grandmother heavy. Out. Those are some good ones too. Oh, Those are some of oh, the good. best animated movies of the last decade. Yes, I agree. Uh, but yeah, uh, so how about you guys? Whoever wants to take it away. No, oh, no, oh, no. Tap I'll out. Just tap out. Let's move on to the next one. Don't right. don't follow. Don't try to follow these. <laughs> you should have went last. Yeah, I, I was saying like <laughs> I I thought I had a heavier pick, a heavy pick, but not that. Um, okay, we can so go to SNL draft. So no movie really ever like. I don't know. I'm never like, like, oh, I can't watch it because of like a theme or a topic. It's very rare and far and few. And usually it's more of something that's like, oh, that's disturbing. Like I didn't sit well, like an antichrist or like, you oh, know, yeah, or like, or like a rape movie, like a single, um, what was that one? Um, the left uh, turn or uh, no, down, like, the house down the hill. Uh, young feet. Yeah. Last, last house on the left or like, Martyrs. Uh, um, mm-hmm. Promising Young Woman, like all of those, I was like one and done. Like Promising that. Young Woman sucks. That's that's what only reason I would have seen. Um, <laughs> but interesting things like that are like more of like what, but that's not where my pick goes. My pick goes more of what Yusuf was saying, and it's like not the movie. It's like what I'm attaching a person to the movie and more of a memory. So the movie itself, if I didn't have anything attached, I think it would be easy to watch. Um, Good Night, Mommy, the original. Oh, the Swedish one. Um, I mean that movie is super like dark and intense. But why I can't is uh, it was the last time I had seen my friend's dad, um, who I also grew up with, uh, passed. Oh. No. Um. So I vividly remember like you know he wasn't doing well, but I went over to watch a movie with my friend, and I was like, let's watch a horror movie. We put on Good Night Mommy, and uh, it actually a story that makes me laugh though, um, because his dad like comes in and you know like he's not doing well but he's moving around he's like what are you guys watching and we're kind of like oh we're paying attention and i do have words with his dad like he tells me something very like personal and deep and i won't share here but then like there's a scene that's not sexual but if you're just walking in like she's like naked and he goes whoa there's tits 
<laughs> dad, like you know, just like passing, like being fine. That's, like you know what? Well, that's what makes a moment like that is the dichotomy of like you had a sentimental moment, but then you also get that little punch oh, of like, yeah, yeah tits. And it was, tits, it was baby. hysterical. It was who it's he like was. The man had thoughts, but he also loved tits, and that's what makes well, a good man. That is no, what he was. Uh, a, uh, like, yeah, boobs, gross. Yeah, Ew. he was a breast sale. He was a. It was a a a, 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 a implant salesman too. So like, oh um, wow. But, uh, I uh, but I I've passed that movie before, and I like like that movie, like a Halloween season. I mean, it's not a horror; it's a psychological horror. I know they just remade it, but I'm always like, no, I I'm good. I have that memory I just share with you guys, and a little more. I mean, I can't. Yeah. I, I, I'm good. I don't need to watch this. This is like lives in that living room when I watched it. Finished, boys. Nice. Nice. Oh, Congratulations, oh, Yusuf. We can get now. We can get seventy five percent of his attention. I wish I had champagne right here to just saber off for him. Uh, it's actually going. I'll, 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 like this is. Yeah, a, go lighten it up. I mean, I don't have any like. There's no, there's plenty of movies that I've watched that I like that I won't watch again that are either like just kind of like long epics or like classics that I thought yeah. were good but like don't really drive me to like come back to them and things like that. But I was trying to think of like a type of movie that just like rubs me the wrong way that I try to avoid if I can tell what it's gonna be from a distance. Or if I've seen it once, I definitely won't be coming back to it. And there's a couple. There's there's two, and they kind of they kind of go together. Um, I'm real wary of the fatherhood redemption movie of like a guy who's a piece of shit who gets oh, yeah. who does one single act that also actually benefits him, and then he like is all of a sudden forgiven and all's well that ends well and everybody's happy. And then on and kind of like vibed in with that is the divorce like re- reconciliation movie where. At the end, a divorced couple gets back together because that's such a rare thing. That, that's kind of like a terrible message to send to actual divorce. That is one of that <laughs> is parents. one of the nice. That's one of the best. One of those the most progressive things about the the Santa Claus. Yeah, is that they just stay divorced. He doesn't try yeah. to get. They I, don't I thought try Mrs. To, Doubtfire was one that yeah. did that too. That was like because I remember around that time, like Liar Liar comes out and it ends with them like, oh, maybe they're gonna get together again. You know, it's I like do. Kissing him, I wish he's like, no, I, you're gonna fix my mom tonight, right? I feel bad for uh, Carrie. I, Carrie always in that movie is like with Chris. Uh, uh, not Chris Pine. Who's the other? And James uh, Mars. He's James, James Marsden in every yeah. role. He was like, the, he was hey, champ back in the day. Hey, champ, and he's just a nice guy who's banging a yeah. hot mom. He like wants to probably take them to a better life and like yeah. a better. You know what I mean? He's probably getting a sweet new job or whatever. He makes more money. Like clearly, like it's the same thing in the. I know this is off tangent or anything, but it's the same thing in the Christmas story with Neil. I'm like Neil's just a. a goof like he's he's a, a much better guy he's kind of an overeducated like waspy guy yeah. but he's not a bad dude but yeah those kind of that pisses me off but i but definitely like i don't know i'm all for yeah uh, you can tell your your dad your your father son story goddamn every fucking movie's practically a father son story like every third yeah. movie that's like the core concept but this whole thing of like a guy who gets off the hook at you know with with one act after a lifetime of bullshit yeah. and just like all movies that portray people whose sole focus their whole life is their relationship with their parents and like they cannot be fulfilled no matter what is going on with their life because they can't get the approval of these people i kajillionaire was an incredible movie for this if you've got if you guys haven't seen kajillionaire with um 
oh, Evan Rachel Wood and Richard Jenkins. It's really great. Um, but there's just this element. I just get so sick of that. I'm like, oh yeah, because like there's nothing else going on in your life. You got to definitely reconnect with this piece of shit who like made your childhood awful. Definitely a big important thing to make sure that you like get to make them feel better before they die or whatever. It's just like I, I don't know. It's very annoying to me. No, I um. Can I ask a question? I never thought about it. So, uh, one of my favorite uh, Christmas watches is Jack Frost. But the thing with that is, for for the bad reasons of that, I think it's hysterical. Sure. But the fact of that is, that dad, because that's one of those movies, does nothing wrong to deserve any of that arc. Like, he's not a terrible father. He's just trying to, you know, yeah. chase his dream. But he's still, like, there for his kid. He just misses a hockey game. And his big yeah. thing is, it, it, it's one of those ones I'm like, wait where is it he needs he needed some yeah. there needs to be some bigger fucking thing than just yeah I, i'm not know. as familiar with jack frost so i would have to but that's how it's like i don't know they do that that's like we've talked about that before the the overworked dad thing in movies like hook mm-hmm. it's like oh no i'm sorry that i had to do this business thing that keeps that like puts a roof over our head and keeps everybody fed and like i'm sorry yes. i missed your little league game that sucks i, I mean i know but like this, you know, this is how everything that L, like the reason you can play Little League, this is why. Like, I don't know what to say about this. There's one thing I need to see in these films about like dads missing the kids' game. Is the kid good? Like, is he. A- <laughs> yeah. Well, that's like, the thing. That's the thing my dad Frost. be there every the time I took bad at hockey. In a swim race? No. The kid's not bad <laughs> until, at hockey. No, there's a J shot. Until there's a J shot, he's not that good. But he's not that bad either. And he, awesome. like, stands up to the bullies. Yeah, is he, is he gonna no... get is he gonna get a scholarship and not make the dad pay for college? Yeah, because he's just a shitty musician. He's not good enough to make the team in D2. All so... right, enough of this sad shit. It's time for my pick. We're not doing this sad <laughs> shit anymore. What we're gonna do is talk about divorce and cheating on your husband. <laughs> fucking watch Unfaithful. As much as I want to see Diane Lane. But that's just hours a- of Diane Lane just fucking bare it all. Great. Chill, chill, man. That movie fucked me up again. My dad my, my and Thomas Crown Affair was. <laughs> my parents got divorced probably in '95, due to being unfaithful. Um, dad. Uh, so when this fucking movie came out, like maybe 2000, maybe I was a freshman or sophomore in high school. Oh, it was a time when I saw this film that it fucked me up forever forever and i can't you understood go. your dad finally and you were like you realized he was a victim <laughs> I fucking wish dude <laughs> if my if my mom would have capped homegirl who did the whole thing i'd be like go ahead mama but like i felt so bad for richard gear because my man was french is it he's a halle berry's ex-husband right what yeah. right i believe Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he's so. a piece of shit, I believe, too. Oh, yeah. uh, Richard We're... Gere's an actor I've never felt bad for just because he always <laughs> seems like he has something <laughs> going on. Like, he has a kid in a cage at his house. Yeah. Let me, let me say yeah. something. Diane Lane, uh, boobs, top 10. Good, good shit. Diane Lane. I, I, you know, it's unexpected, like, great boobs. Diane you know? Lane. Zack Snyder would have added that in the cut. Boy. I was just gonna say, <laughs> Diane Lane's beauty knows no bounds. Where like 
he gave her gray Martha! hair. They gave her gray hair in Super Superman, and I'm like, you know, you're still Diane Lane. Yeah, she's still, like, still Diane Lane there. You're only like 55 here. You're you're doing it. You're always gonna do it. But that movie, that's one of those movies where like I'm watching with a group of people. We're all hanging out. Like it's like one of my first like high school nights, having a drink with everybody, and someone's like, "What's watching Faithful?" That's, movie's that's a weird one. To put on. And I'm just like, yeah, hey, all, hey, bros, let's all get horned together. <laughs> <laughs> oh, give me a blanket. <laughs> Who's got this? Everybody knows. Uh, everybody TJ, knows that, that's, that's a good pick, together, though. That so hits, that hits like, like that is, right that, time and place. I mean, I feel like everybody hit legit feelings. <laughs> yeah, no, that, I think, TJ, that's a really, like, because, like, I have no connection. Literally, I have no connection to Unfaithful other than Diane Lane's boobs. I just got upset when he got caught because they found the body in the dump and the, they found the fucking the snow globe he fucking killed him with, which is tight as hell. That's a great little weapon to kill him with. Check out Unfaithful if you haven't, people. I've only seen him once and I remember it all. So yeah, I don't. I don't really. I remember the boobs. <laughs> Topic. Topic. Oh, hey, this is from Joe. It's like, do you remember Swordfish? No, you don't. You just remember Halle Berry. That's because that movie sucked. What <laughs> that? But that scene changed oh, that was my life funny. because I've had a crush on Halle Berry since fucking Flintstones. Oh, love her in the Flintstones. All right, so uh, I was more of a Last Boy Scout guy. Uh, so my topic is I stole a topic from another movie podcast and I thought it was neat. So we're gonna do a little a little SNL draft. We're gonna build a we're gonna build our perfect SNL movie and we're just gonna kind of just round robin. We're each gonna do two. Well, we're going to first go... Maybe I didn't understand this. We're building a movie with these people now? <laughs> we're just picking the best of each We're just picking character. the best of it. Um, right. But I thought we were going to build... I thought it was building towards a... No, let's just pick the we best of each our, category. Like a draft of all the things we talked about, and then the, the movie was like the best SNL we were Oh, okay. We can just do it. We, let's just we, pick the best of each category. We can do it for that way. So we'll do two and two. We'll do male, female, then next person goes... You know, then with that son, we'll do guest hosts, then the, and the SNL movie. And then if we feel there's time, we'll all throw like a, just a sketch in there for. Oh, and real quick, I wanted to say, I think that this one, a really great thing about this uh, draft is that we all like inherently knew we're not doing musical guests because the musical guest is the worst part of SNL. It's the worst part of any comedy show. I remember getting so mad when the Chappelle show was on because it was only like a 22 minute show anyway. And then six minutes of it would be some musical guest at the end. I was like, wow, this shit episode had three sketches in it. Cool. It was like all, <laughs> as a kid, that was like all that, you know, they'd, they'd put a musical guest on and be like, well, I guess it's time to go to bed. Yeah, I guess the show's over. Bye. And the and the thing with SNL that cracks me up is the level of musical guests is never anywhere near the level of host. Like, anybody can get and be the musical guest on SNL. Like, you barely have to be famous to be the musical guest on SNL. Like, um, <laughs> fuck musical but, guests. Anyway, on to the draft. All right, there's no good order. Brian, why don't we start with you? You sound like you have some thoughts. Well, I came up with SNL. I mean, we all did. Everybody's got their favorite... SNL cast it's the one that was popular when you were 15 and everybody knows that that's the best cast um when I was thinking about male cast members I was thinking about versatility you want somebody who's hilarious who does impressions who can be dramatic if you need them to and there's really only one Phil Hartman fuck Uh, he's the number one draft pick for sure oh man that's my bad 
So are we doing rounds? Or are we doing females now too? Do, fe- or? do a female too, just to do a female, yeah. get this okay. little movie. Um, again, you know, thinking of somebody who's well-rounded, this is somebody though who was not appreciated in her time, but has gone on to prove she's one of the icons of comedy. So I'm going to take Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Oh. Yeah. Fair enough. Not on my list. Good. All right. Good. I think Bobby Lee. <laughs> Who's that's next? Matt TV. Yeah, let's go TJ. TJ. Yeah, it's a better. It's a better show. Oof. All right, TJ, give us give us At a real male a, and female. Like, say, you say Mr. Show or something. Uh, <laughs> if I had a big male, anybody, I mean, I guess I'll just take Will Ferrell, number two. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So, oh, I can give you a girl, too? Molly Shannon. Nice. Damn. One, two. Strong, 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 strong duo. Strong duo. No, I don't really watch SNL, so I'm not going to waste you guys' time. Fair enough. Mm. Yusuf? Uh, I wanted I wanted to combo Will Ferrell and my female pick, and my female pick is gonna be uh. Oh, you can think, take my. You can take no, my no, no, you're good, you're good, you're good. I'll take Eddie Murphy because Eddie Murphy was a fucking beast in SNL and is a be was a beast for a while um, in movies. So I think he's one of the strongest members and comedians to come out of that weird fucking cult. Um. Sorry, I dropped my mic. Um, and he legit saved SNL for a while, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, and his fucking James Brown sketch, I don't know why. It's the stupidest sketch ever made. But still yeah. makes me laugh yeah. to this day. Say that about a lot of sketch. Yeah. And the, and the Mr. Rogers, but in the oh, hood. Even hilarious. last night, uh, I didn't watch the Globes, mm-hmm. but I saw the clips. Eddie Murphy comes in and like gets that award and still fucking just kills it with his one line of the three ways to make it in Hollywood. And it was like, and keep your wife and keep your name out of Will Smith's wife's mouth was a great fucking joke to do on an award stage. It was like, it was like, don't pay your, it was like pay your taxes. It was like, pay your taxes, mind your own business and keep Will Smith's wife's name out of your fucking mouth. And he was accepting like a humanitarian award. So, like, still has it. so with my first pick, Eddie Murphy, that's fucking strong. So I can go with uh with a with an underdog. I could have gone Anna Gasteyer, could have gone TFA, could have gone Amy Poehler, could have gone Molly Shannon. All fucking love them. But though even Terry o, Sherry o Terry, I could have picked her. I, Terry, I mean, like oh, Sherry Terry. She's, yeah. But the one fucking female cast member that pound for pound made me laugh the most. Rachel Dratch. Oh, oh yeah. Fucking okay. Rachel yeah. Dratch is a, a King Kong among women she's in got the a, cast. She's got a face for comedy, that's for sure. She is fucking hilarious. Debbie Downer, um, her in her in the hot tub with Will Ferrell. That's kind of why I wanted to pair oh, them up. Then, then like, they, they're making also her and Jimmy Fallon is like the Boston kids. Her and Jimmy Fallon as Boston. Not a, not a great movie, not a not a good movie, like not a great movie. I was watching Sisters a couple weeks ago. I like Sisters. I'm yeah, it's bad. it's good. It's not bad. Um, her, uh, uh, Rachel Dratch is like you, you haven't seen her in a while. Also, by the time you see that, it reminds me all of like her shit popping up on Thirty Rock. Just kills me. Yes, that's what I was gonna say. Her on Thirty Rock appearing just to just drop bombs. She just 
She's just a flyby of comedy. She's like, she's like damn near the fit, like an extra cast member in the first season. The first or two. season, she just, plays like and a- then she just starts kind of getting peppered in throughout the show after that. But yeah. So yeah, that's that's my I, pick. Eddie Murphy. I would have loved Will Ferrell because they have so many sketches together. But Eddie Murphy is a is a beast and Rachel Dretch. Ryan, um, I think I read about her because we rewatched Thirty Rock this past summer. And I think Tina Fey like fought for her to be like a main cast member like that, or something like that. Like, and but the way they did it, a different character each time. The creator, like the studio, was like, "What are you fucking doing?" So that's why she kind of like faded out of it because yeah, which is weird because that's totally in line with Thirty Rock. Thirty Rock's wacky like that, like, and that could be like off with some of that, but like it is noticeable when she doesn't show up because she's anyway. Um, my picks, you kind of are, TJ and Brian both said a few of them, <laughs> so I'm going on for picks. Uh, I'll take of the Chris, I'll take Chris Farley. I think we talking about I'm him. kind of surprised he didn't make it, it took, got the yeah. Chris Farley. He, uh. Come on, Eddie, come on. The, the three that we picked are far ahead. No, I mean, well. I still Bill, feel like Bill, TJ would have picked Chris Farley. Bill Hartman. That's true. I'm surprised he's going to. Bill Hartman, Will Farrell were right there for me, too. I mean, Phil, Phil was number one uh, for the reasons Brian said it. Is like he, right. He's just the most well rounded Casper. Although, Keenan should probably get a honorable mention in here. Okay, we'll have one that says, and Keenan has to be included in your cast. Uh, <laughs> Affirmative action. <laughs> the woke mob has come for our director. <laughs> Directors uh, leaked audio of a director complaining. Oh, we had a cast Keenan. I don't know. He just he never left Thirty Rock. He's been here for forty <laughs> He's years. Just been, been hanging around. Uh, no. And then my female. Um, I jump right to Kristen Wiig. Uh, also another like well-rounded I think character. Both of them together could play. Are with the tiny hands? Silly. Uh, the one the, I was just talking to my wife about this, the sketch where she's, they did a couple of them where she's like the hot girl and all the guys are, but she's real gross and weird. And everything she does is real creepy. And like, yeah. like that always cracked me up. There's always like the, whoever the male like guest host be, was always like freaking out about her. Like She could be again. in a sketch with like that, literally that, uh, the, the Chris Farley, Adam Sandler of the fries, give me the fries. Yeah. Like she could be in that sketch too. Oh, yeah, of that no, they really, they really tried. No hate, no shade, no tea. They really try to make Kate McKinnon. The new Kristen Kristen Wiig, Wiig, and yeah. she fucking fell so short of, of don't get me started on Kristen Kate Wiig McKinnon. Cause great on SNL. Never translated to the movies. She was okay in SNL, if I'm being honest. No, she's yeah. She's I wasn't like I'm never a huge Kate McKinnon fan. Again, I think they were trying to lean speed. too hard on her in that era. But yeah, they lean in it. too much. She has one speed and it's over the top, and that doesn't yeah. translate into like I don't know. She I just never clicked, and clearly didn't click for audiences because they put her in a bunch of shit for us to be like, ooh, yeah, no, you like. You like you like you like this, right? You she like actually, weirdly enough, despite the the where she fit the best was the character they gave her to be in Ghostbusters because she was like, "Hey, uh, be fucking this weird." But she there were be. all of them, and it was annoying. All right, um, so the next round is I need a host and a movie from you, Brian. Oh, I get to go first again. Oh no, let's change that up. Let's give uh, let's give TJ first. Oh, hey, dude, you know, Joe, you were the last one. Yeah, you went last. Oh, okay, first we round round robin. Back to me. All right. Guest host, kind of. I'm I'm doing a bit of a cheat here because I'm just going another SNL member. Give me Bill Hader. 
Okay. Uh, he's I'm hosted sure he, now, right? He I'm counts. pretty sure he's hosted. Uh, yeah, he's hosted twice. Okay, cool. Give me Bill Hader because it's another one of those guys where, like, I feel like he's modern day Phil Hartman for that error of sure, for yeah, that error that. of SNL. Um, and then the movie, I mean, the best SNL movie is was Wayne's World. Can't argue with that. It's Wayne's World. It's 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 a it's, it's such a, a top notch comedy. It's. It's, it's 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 way better than it has any right to be. I, I mean, like, listen, I was gonna pick it's Pat, but like, I'm not trying to get canceled. Talk about something that can't get made anymore. Pat no, actually yeah. should have been all of our picks. That's I such a I weird rented sketch. it's Pat as a kid because I was in like, an SNL phase, and my mom's like, yeah, it's 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 just this character, and I vaguely remember the movie, but I remember the box art. Oh, uh, what I remember most is that they have Dave Foley in it to play his like androgynous like Chris, the yeah. the Pat dates that you also can't tell what what sex they are. All right, guys, next pick it's Pat. Thanks, Yusuf. Great pick. All right, let's um, go. Uh, yeah, let's just go back to yeah. Yusuf. Ram Robin. Um, host uh, Alec Baldwin. Mm. Um, Alec Baldwin. Uh, sweaty meat, sweaty meatballs. Uh, the sweaty creepy balls. counselor. With Adam Sandler, his old uh, ones class. He might have overdone it a bit by being Trump all the Donald time. Trump, he started the to first wear a time little thin. Yeah, Trump. The first time that he did it, like there's a reason why Tina Fey pulled him into Thirty Rock because he showcased like he is a fucking funny man. Oh yeah, characters. Um, he's funny. That's the. I yeah, know he's funny. It's funny as fuck. And my movie, uh, my Gruber. Sorry, yeah. sorry. Mm. I picked the best movie. Sorry. Um, yeah, no, Wayne's World fuck is funny as shit, but my Gruber really fucking makes me laugh. Like Wayne's World is like I laugh and also I can appreciate because it's a nostalgia bomb, but my Gruber is right in line with my funny bone now. And yeah. it really makes me laugh. Like just the setup of building the team and killing everybody, it always I know what he's doing. I I've seen it. <laughs> Ten times, every time that it happens, fucking. <laughs> it's just over his shoulder, and he's given that whole speech, and they packed it with these two. Fucking <laughs> And then the waves. Tag, tag, okay. <laughs> I love him. Will Forte is maybe Will my Forte. favorite SNL oh. cast come out like in, after the eras that I was like really watching the show. Yeah, Will Forte, Will Forte is, uh, is undoubtedly an honorable well, mention in the male cast. You and me are the only fans of in the world of the Brother Solomon. Oh, I love Brother Solomon. It's so good. TJ, you know, host, like Brother Solomon host in a movie. movie. I mean, oh, shout, out to, I shout out to the king. I believe that. Who I'd pick out of like old SNL cast members as the host, and then a movie I would make from that. My first two picks and the host. That's so I did that. So I'm just gonna do that wow. now. So TJ really had he was on assignment. He was doing yeah, right so yeah, do it. That's kind of where I thought the question was going, and we just yeah. pivoted. So, so I picked David Spade as the host because I think David Spade is also one of the most underrated cast members of all time. Even though he's a straight man, it's a good straight man. Yeah. I would have loved SNL. My whole thing is I would love seeing Dickie Roberts too. With like Will Ferrell and Molly Shannon as mom and dad, who he finds, but his kid that he has is actually an amazing. Like, who's the kid who was in the room and like? Oh, Jacob Tremblay. Tremblay. 
his kid was actually like a really great actor who shouldn't be in a sitcom, but actually should be in like Hollywood dramas. And he's mm. funny. That was my whole thing. I was going to go with it. Um, if I had to pick like an SNL in your brain, I don't know if it's an SNL movie. Um, Tommy Boy. Is yeah, it? that counts. No, no, it's no, not, not a sketch. Just, no, it ha- it has to be based on a sketch. Yeah. Lady, the ladies, man. <laughs> I can give you, I can give you like oh, Coneheads, Blues Brothers. I have kind of the Rockberry. Just too. My dad stole from Suncoast Video. Shout out them. R.I.P. Suncoast Video. Superstar. It's oh, that was yeah. underrated. That's a great pick. Superstar that is, is so good. That is a great movie. <laughs> go to my dad's and, is, get... and it's your fucking two picks, Will Ferrell and Molly Shannon. There yeah. you go. So, perfect. So it goes good together. And also, like, I was like, you know, like, Norm MacDonald, like, all those different characters. And I think they, like, squeeze a bunch of SNL characters. Yeah, they up. flow yeah. in and out. Yo, Will and, Ferrell with that stupid fucking haircut in that movie. Harlan Williams as the fucking badass. Oh. When he's Jesus and he goes, oh, my me. I still, me and Sarah will still be doing like, it's called the move on with your life. Yeah. <laughs> my so mom like was, was at an like, era. My mom was superstar for Halloween and she went to her school. And I mean, this day was one of her best cuts. She she looked like her and walked around and acted like fucking her all day. It's also, I don't know what it is about Molly Shannon. She can be in any film. Her sexual, like, energy is insane. Even her making out with a fucking tree. She's, when yeah. I was like, well, I was like it, you know what it is? It's you know, you know she's who, silly and crazy mm-hmm. that, like, the sexuality is even, like, she's you strong. Know, her energy is strong. feel the vibrations. That's what she's also was. was you know who's the modern, to me at least, Molly Shannon, the one that plays Agatha in WandaVision. I'm oh, like, yeah. Oh, I'm yeah, I'm obsessed yeah. with her. I, 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 uh, Catherine Hahn. Catherine Hahn. She um, also has this raw sexuality. Yeah. Oh. Yusuf, I'm glad you say that because I think we talked about it. I said, like, who are some, like, I always, me and Laura always ask people, like, who are, like, some, like, unconventionally, like, like, Attractive, pe- like attractive people that you just find, like like the hottest oh, in the Catherine world. Oh, Catherine Hahn num- in Step Brothers. When she's number over, one oh, is Catherine Hahn for me every time. There's just something about her. Is, yeah. So anyway, there's, it's a, funny there's a movie. Hahn there's a movie. There's some. She has an unfaithful type movie too somewhere. Oh, send me a yeah. link. Should you do like I, an HBO show recently too that was maybe had some like racier adult elements to them? Yes. Yes. The reason I picked Superstar 2 is Brian put this question out, I think, yesterday, talking about, like, do we have any, like, 70-plus comedic actresses, actors, um, that kind of hold the bar that aren't dead yet? And obviously, I'm pretty sure whoever played the the grandmother of Molly Shannon in Superstar, who does, like, this, the thing up the stairs and, like, protecting She's your- the mom in Mary Poppins. Really? Isn't that her? Isn't that that same? I don't. I mean, I don't know. I'm just saying. I like, can't no. remember. I think it is. Because I'm like, she's so funny in it, but also so dry and just plays like the. the oh, straight she's soap. really funny. Because like the whole family, her her parents die from a uh, tap dancing step Irish step dancing <laughs> thing that happens in the film. So like, she's like, I'm just trying to save you from going on stage again, and, like. It's one of those films that, like, again, I would have never picked this, but it just popped in my brain because it's the first. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, so. 
Um, I'll go real quick here, real quick, because you guys were talking about pairs. And as much as I love JLD and do think she was underused, obviously, and did turn out to be much better than what her SNL career like initially showed, I should have picked Jan Hooks to mm. go with Phil Hartman. Jan Hooks is incredible. She's so yeah. funny, and she's so good, and we lost her too soon. Um, uh, yeah. But so good. And uh, But anyway, my pick for uh, host is John Goodman. I mean, just like oh, a, a, he's just a binger. Just I mean, of course, he was one of before it was popular for guys like Steve Martin and Alec Baldwin to be competing for how many times they had hosted. John Goodman had hosted like eleven times already. So <laughs> like he's awesome. Uh, he and then oh uh, yeah, John Goodman has been like twenty thousand times. Yeah, and then I also honorable mention too to Ben Affleck, who is an underrated SNL yeah, host. Yeah, he's funny. I. Uh, for five timer, give, uh, give me an honorable mention of this. I mean, I know it was like the athlete ones are all kitschy, but Peyton Manning's episode is like they wrote the great. Athletes they wrote statistically them well. are the worst hosts, but the Rock and Chris Kattan's Mr. Peepers and like the adult Mr. Yeah. Peepers, like one of my favorite scenes of all time. Chris Kattan was up there for a pick, but I also think the guy's all fucked up right now. I'm like, it's a, <laughs> um, but like. That's a great scene, and, and he has great movies. Night at the Roxbury. No one's. I'm sorry. No, no, Chris Kattan had his TV. He had his time, and he's actually he got a little time. moment because he had to get mentioned in Nope. So good for him. That's what uh, I think of now is the monologue in Nope of Chris him, Kattan, uh, just picturing just him playing, playing the. It's yeah, too perfect. That, yeah, it's like you could see it, and it was just he was like you want to watch the scat the bit. This was six minutes and thirteen seconds. <laughs> um, and then for a movie, I'm glad that. Yusef shouted out Coneheads. I wasn't going to pick it, but it is underrated. It's a really good one. In fact, I think the movie is better than any of the sketches ever were. 100%. Um, oh, yeah. But uh, Blues Brothers is would be mm. my pick. It would have been Wayne's World or Blues Brothers. Uh, just a classic, you know, 80s comedy. Also a great musical. Just great, good stuff. Can I see, so chaos. I haven't seen any Blues Brothers. So if I had to, and again, I you guys can understand why, but never. Yeah. Uh, I'm an idiot. Blues Brothers 2000. Is that something to even try? I mean, honestly, if no. you watch the first one and enjoy it, I wouldn't. You can watch the second one for the musical performances that because they do get a lot of cool, like real musicians in the movies because the Blues, well, Blues Brothers have that cachet. But yeah. the movie itself is quite bad. <laughs> the original's great though. Like, I was a dude who was super into the Blues Brothers when 2000 came out. Did you play the video game? myself that it was okay. And uh, we rewatched it for Bunker, and it did not hold. I couldn't I couldn't bring myself to hold it up. <laughs> did you Did you play uh, Did you play Blues Brothers 2000 video game that they made for the N64? Oh, no, I did not. I can't even imagine what that would entail. <laughs> I can't either, but I'm, I'm sure it's not good. Oh, all right. That was it. So that's it. Good draft. We can do yeah. the. We can you want to do honorable round. mention favorite sketch? We can do a quickie. Quickie. Uh, honorable mention favorite sketch. I could have been wearing it. My Brock Toon shirt. Are you a fan of Brock Toon, the uh, Mr. Belvedere fan club? I don't know if anybody's. It's it's an all timer for me. It's a Tom Hanks sketch. It's from the '80s, obviously, because it's references Mr. Belvedere. It's about a support group slash fan club of Mr. Belvedere. It's very funny. Anybody look uh, that? I don't remember the name of the sketch, but uh, just thinking about it makes me laugh. Is Will Farrell doing the 
the songs as the guy and he's in the car and he's just singing like uh, Goulet, oh Robert yeah Goulet. Robert Goulet Robert Goulet that's it. Ram. They bring in the like stuff, but like to be honest, like the one like a lot of them I remember is because I would I used to get so mad. I would stay up so late on Saturday night to watch Mad TV and then wake up halfway through and my dad had SNL on. I'm like, what the fuck, man? I'm fucking trying to watch the good stuff. And he's like, You don't even know. But um I mean, it's hard to say because Sherry O'Terry also has the same thing that Molly Shannon does. But the Bull Fair on the Sherry O'Terry cheerleading Spartan. Oh, uh, so funny. Spartans are good. <laughs> There's not like a specific one, but just the whole thing like, with like. Same with the Will Ferrell, like Celebrity Jeopardy. Like, there's not a specific Celebrity one. Jeopardy is so good. Norm MacDonald is like, yeah. Norm MacDonald and, and um, Phil, no, Dan Harmon. Right? Mm. Uh, That's uh, Sean, Sean Connery. Oh, oh yes, no, it's was, uh, Daryl Hammond. Daryl Hammond. Oh, if you want to even watch SNL, that's when like internet for me like really hit off in like 2001, 2002, where you could find those little like minute sketches if you yeah, download just them and watch. Yeah. If you had to pick, uh, real quick, if you had to pick a, um, oh fuck, no, nah, I lost it. What's just topics? Sorry. <laughs> oh, I got, I got a, I got a. Uh, Debbie Downer, since I picked yeah. uh, Rachel Trash. Yeah. Debbie Downer's hilarious and also underrated. And I think it's the most that I've ever laughed in my life is Ryan Gosling's um, Papyrus sketch, where he's he is obsessed with the fact that Avatar, the movie. The that's was- oh, that sketch made me laugh out loud because I forgot they used Papyrus as the subtitles. And I literally yes. went, ha! <laughs> He's like fucking obsessed with the fact that Avatar used like the the, the graphic designer selected Ava- Avatar the word and selected Papyrus as the font and that's all he did as a graphic designer. He's like, um, and he's like ruining his entire life over the, that fact. And the, the wife is like, that, let it go. And he's the like, the way I that can't. sketch got shared around this like I was in college when that was out the studio like this like the studio like the the studio like. We wa- we must watch it like five times of like, did you see this? It was, it's brilliant. And to this day, I saw Way of Water, and I shit you not, I let that ha the minute Papyrus <laughs> pops up on the comes over. <laughs> it's the subtitles too. Like how ridiculous is that? Uh, oh, fuck uh, you, gonna James be good, Cameron. baby. Explain yourself, TJ. We're one twenty one. I gotta piss real quick, boys. I'll piss too while you. All right, fine, I'll piss. I'm not gonna I haven't left this office since three. Way down in Louisiana, across the New Orleans, they're back up in the woods among the evergreens. A little, little cabin made of earth and wood. A little country boy named Johnny Be Good. That's for you. That's for you, Yusef. For when you're editing. Enjoy it. I don't know, Brian. Maybe my kids will like it. <laughs> Might be a little new. Might be a little too new for you. Might be a little too much for me right now. Yeah. Maybe your kids will like it. Uh, well, it's pregnant. 
Not yet. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm don't don't throw that bad juju on me. That's good juju. Shut up. Mm. All right. Let's get into some uh, pedophilia. All right. So, TJ, explain yourself. Actually, I think I think this is pretty self-explanatory. Like the idea of yeah. knowing TJ and then finding out that he watched yeah. this movie a lot as a child. Oh, that yeah. fits. That's like no, it fits. Puzzle pieces coming together. I, I, no, no, no. Just explain yourself I, as to why you made us. I don't, watch. I don't like any of that after what he just said. So explain yourself, Brian. Anyway, so I make a movie. It's the beginning of the year, guys. It's me. I'm TJ. I love Anthony Michael Hall. I might have got ahead of myself, and I tried to change the film uh, until I showed Joe the poster, and he told me, no, we got to watch this film. So we did. We watched Johnny B. Good starring Anthony Michael Hall, Uma Thurman, and Robert Downey Jr. You really say starring Uma Thurman? I mean, sure. Okay. okay. Hey, man, we got, biggest we, thing got out of this. See, we got to see young Uma Thurman feet, though. I was going to say, the biggest thing of this <laughs> no. is you absolutely know why Quentin Tarantino knew to cast Uma Thurman few years later because he gets a, a nice foot of the face. I was thinking she was too young. She didn't even quite look like Uma Thurman yet. I was like, oh, now, she's like almost to Uma Thurman. Uh, God rest my father. There were two movies when I was growing up playing football that you thought I had to know before I got into like the scene of high school football. There was one, The Program, which you guys might eventually watch at some point in time over this okay, podcast. Yeah, sure. Um, and this was the second one. Not Rudy, not Remember the Titans. I love again. the idea that TJ's dad was like, well, because he's going to be a star, he needs to know how to navigate the world of <laughs> recruiting. Recruit. Five, That's the most important thing pounds. my son's going to need to know. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's going to have to know how to. Man. Yeah. And mind you, at this time, I looked up Anthony Michael Hall in The Breakfast Club, which, or even Sixteen Candles, which is the worst part about it. In this movie, you finally get him puberty. He is a star quarterback, punter, running back, wide receiver, kicker. He's everything. Complete athlete that you would see in any type of film. And he's being Yeah, recruited. the White Hope. I believe it's in East Texas or one of those sides of Texas. I think it's East Texas um, where it starts like off all throughout. I don't think uh, it's Texas because, like, they really make a big fucking deal about being in Texas. I mean, traveling there. to Texas, how different it is. Well, I feel maybe, like he's in, like, yeah, California or something. Maybe, like, maybe Indiana. Point. I don't know. Uh, I think we're going to get to the bottom of this. Indiana. No, we don't. Just keep moving. No, please do. Um, and I should know this because I picked the film, but I've only seen this movie maybe, like, seven times, so that's not even a lot. That's seven times too many. Too much. <laughs> too much. So I put the boys through it, and obviously they have other thoughts. So even before this I... first time watch for the rest of us, nobody else had ever seen this. What the fuck would I watch this movie? Why would I actively you never know this? what you might have experienced in Puerto Rico? There is an F your like one channel of your bunny ears brought in. There's an FAAG bomb in thirty seconds into the movie. I'm surprised that. That Trumpers haven't unironically like this spread movie. this like um, <laughs> opening monologue. Like they're like, oh fuck Russia and America and um, you're a winner. Listen, and I like. Uh, by the way, the state is supposed to be nondescript. It, we have uh, a name I'm of a high this. school, but no, yeah. Okay, so here's my thing with this movie. All right, 
I'm watching that opening scene and this like really over the top speech and yeah, Paul Gleason and he's being a little silly. And then they're like, it's, it's, and then they punch the guy like punches the glass jar at the end. And I was like, Oh, okay. So this is going to be kind of like a slapsticky comedy, like a real genius. Like it's going to, which is what it should have been, but they never pull the trigger on that. It's like, it's kind of set in reality, but then if, until it's not, and there's so much going on. Like, you can really see the bones of a movie that would have worked here. Um, like, they don't tell you enough about Johnny to make him likable, to make you care what he Nobody, cares. nobody, nobody is an actual character in this movie. Right. And right. they don't lean into the thing of, like, each person wanting to go to a different school. Like, that plot point is kind of muddled. There's no. never, there's, like, some ideas that could have made for a pretty decent movie here, and none of them are fleshed out. And the only thing is, like, the guy from his, like, the state college is like, well, if you want an education, Deion you gotta Sanders? come here. And, well, like, yeah, and I think it's too telegraphed that he's always going to go to state. I don't think they ever make yeah. it, like, it ever feels like a question that he's going to pick one of these other schools. I, like I said, it's, I just... I, I want to drop, drop two fun facts about this movie. One, um, Roger Ebert uh, said that they should be trialed. Essentially, a fur crime that people uh, are looking for ways to escape the world, and that a lot of good movies would have benefited from being greenlit. But this piece of shit, I'm just paraphrasing, obviously, this piece of shit was made. So, Roger Ebert, shout out <laughs> to him. Awesome. Um, and that this movie felt like a, like a wet dream of some. Actually, I have another fun fact after this. Uh, it was written by a, a like Research. a wet dream of somebody that dreamed that they were good at football, and they were like, "If I was good at football, <laughs> this this is how it would have been. The recruitment would have gone. Yeah. This is how they would have like fucking sought after me and threw every fucking woman and money after me." So yeah. it felt that way. Yeah. And the last. The, the last sherry on the top. This movie is written by the guys that wrote all of the Revenge of the Nurse movies. So. Oh, no surprise oh. there. The, now, did anybody in your research you said? Did you see anything about was this originally an R-rated comedy and then they cut it down because oh, like hundred percent a bone I, comedy. I was for <laughs> sure. I was for sure that that was the case until there are actual boobs near the end. Because at every opportunity, there's a point where the cheerleaders are about to flash their boobs and they yeah. cut away. There's like little things that you could tell they like cut the sex out. And I guess it was because they could only get away with the one scene at the end, maybe. But it really felt like a boner comedy that got cut down. And maybe that's why it also feels so incomplete. Give him a little credit. He was trying to scare me away. Never would have got a college scholarship. Never would have even been in the names of mention. But he was trying to scare me away from like the 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 drugs, the boobs, the sex, the whole fucking nine things. It was like, let's show him this movie because when it was first came out, it was it was originally rated R. Yeah, it was supposed to be like one of those things, like a guy who like who was up to like you know his family's like a big part of it. his best friends who's the goofball Robert Downey Jr. who does the whole like first producer on the movie Robert Downey Jr. supposed to be gay in this movie uh, I, don't I, know. I don't know what I don't know why Robert Downey Jr. is yeah, supposed yeah. to be like at all quirky. yeah so like outside of outside of him being a mountain of red flags like yeah fair I don't know what he's supposed to be 
Because I think if you read, like, yeah, the I think it's the act, 80s version of gay. He's supposed to be like, oh, he's just quirky and offbeat. Well, and, I felt like it was one of those things where he was coded he's gay, but they're never going to say it. No. No, 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 especially in the 80s, especially when they dropped that in the fucking first, third, you know, 30 seconds, like you so said. But, like, I think on the back of the VHS, it was like, Johnny is like a, a star All-American, so-and-so, and he gets wrapped up in, like, drugs and sex and alcohol, trying to find his nice. way to college. And, that, and then you watch it, and, like, you get him walking down the street in the Deion Sanders fucking outfit, and you're like... And, yeah, and, uh, and none of that... Ha- that would be interesting if he actually did dabble in that. But what happens is, like, he's kind of slightly presented with some of that stuff, and he goes, oh... And then it's just like over. It's just on the next. Yeah, scene. and he's, he's always like, like trying kind of to be reacts to it, and then yeah. goes home. Like there's he's always trying to be home. faithful to his to his girlfriend. So he there's no big conflict. No, no conflict. You never feel like he's not gonna pick the state college. You know, like yeah. you never feel like there's any chance of that. Yeah, play. like him dressed like lean, a. And they don't lean into the part about everybody pulling him in different directions enough to make that feel like a plot point no, at all. It's kind of like a passing thing where everybody has a he almost just, they want him to go somewhere, but nobody's really forcing him. He almost, him. he almost bangs like, but the, like the hottest older lady that's not Jennifer Tilly in the movie. And then is like, nah, but he's not saying no because a girlfriend, he's just scared at that moment. Yeah. He, he asked you guys one question. Can I, can I, can I disagree with her being hot? I'm just, oh. That's fair. That's fair. There. There's a lot of girls. Like, She's 80s hot. She's 80s hot. Also, I'm like, oh, I'm good on that. Uh, three questions. I watched this like two weeks ago, guys. My memory's a little foggy. Okay. So okay, what's what the movie presents her as hot? How about that? And I was in <laughs> a hot it. pedophile. Regardless, regardless, if you are figure yourself as Anthony Michael Hall, right? You are the geek and so and so. You're the geek in this. You're the geek in that. Maybe in weird science, you kind of show a little bit of like. You, your stature and puber, puberty hitting off, and then eventually you do get bigger. He did. The only yes, research did. I did today was to make fun of TJ on Twitter. Yes. And and so Anthony Michael Hall's three movies <laughs> after Weird Science, to the year or two after Weird Science. You should you should include Weird Science in this. A movie called Out of Bounds. Be part of this list. It's also 1986. <laughs> Some movie called Out of Bounds, which I'm sure is on TJ's list. It's something about uh, no, Daryl's parents ship him off to a, a big city player? to live with his brother, hoping he will have a better life. After a baggage mix-up at the airport, Daryl finds himself in possession of a, dr- a drug cache, which the drug dealer wants back. If so, you don't think I'm going to find that movie, I'm going to find that Oh, movie. I want you to. But Brian, it sounds back, great. Yeah, finish, finish your list. So Go just ahead. finish my I won't read each description. Because we've seen the other two. The next movie after that is 1988, so he takes two years off. Johnny B. Good. Hey, hey, Joe. He took two years off, you know why? Because you don't just to get, take to get a body, him. man. Yeah, to get a body then he on takes, him. Then 1990, and this is a few years before uh, Edward Scissorhands, he takes another two years to do a gnome named Norm. And then all through the 90s, post Edward Scissorhands, He's strictly on television. No, yeah, no. Don't look the dead zone. If you have, if you have, if you were put in that category for so long as he was, right? And you had the opportunity, someone comes to you and like, hey, you're going to play the star quarterback in this fucking stupid movie where you're going to go to college. That a balance thing also. I don't know if it's sport, is it out of balance a sports movie? Yeah, basketball. Hey, man, in this movie, no, you're going to be, not. you're going to be dressed as a pimp. And you're going to stand in the middle of the living room. 
and you're gonna and you're gonna look at your grandfather straight in the eyes and you're gonna ask isn't this what you wanted from me grandpa and you're like fuck i gotta make this movie. <laughs> this is this is the movie that i gotta make no oh, like i said i feel like this Andy there might have been a script of bones of a movie that he did like here like i can kind of see it peeking through i just don't think it ever translates or makes it to screen dude, dude, dude there there is a there's a sequence that we haven't touched upon which is the the father of uma thurman that is Why always does just like Uma Thurman hate him so much. Everybody in town loves him. You never see him be anything but a great guy. But he's always hey man, he's a cop. A cop, a cop. Um, but he decides I'm gonna protect my daughter, and I'm gonna play football. He's with... supposed to hook up with his daughter. That's the only reason what? why. What the fuck it was the plan behind this fucking bullshit? Yeah, that felt like a scene that was improv too, like. <laughs> Like, all the, the action, like, the choreography of, like, the game, the actual ball game, all felt very, like... And who the fuck like, was that? Hall tell us oh, that game was very... Un- no, I, but like, who was that random-ass character that never appeared again that was like, yo, you take this this dude that we had uh, in the back of the car. Oh, uh, another... Well, the joke was he was a fat guy. Yeah, exactly. Who he the was a because he's a big fat guy. My whole thing with this is also, like, the uh, hot chick has a really bad fat joke in it too. Why don't we? Why? Why are we not blaming Uma Thurman? First of all, he did not want no, to. No, kiss. no, no. Introducing Uma Thurman, and her first line is, "I having fun fucking the twelve-year-olds." You know. Like, oh. Okay. Okay. Well, now. Oh. I'm, I'm, Hi, Uma Thurman. Oh. Welcome yeah. to Hollywood. Thank you for being here. And he and and Anthony Michael Hall responds, "Hey." They're gonna be woman in a blink of the eye, essentially. Yeah, it's like <laughs> he defends the twelve-year-olds. Okay, right. topic. I guess I guess Anthony Michael Hall is a big topic. Fan. Let's change it. Yeah, it's I mean, um like uh, I, I like TJ. See, here's the thing, TJ. I love your picks because it makes us face reality and watch this <laughs> stuff. <laughs> you guys know I haven't watched this movie. No, I like it. I like I like I, that you like, pick face reality. It. Seven times, a long time ago, did pick yeah. up anything. Like, like maybe, maybe this is maybe this is too much of a scene because I I think I finished it like twenty minutes ago. Dude, I um, finished in the first ten minutes. What are you talking about? Boners. <laughs> <laughs> it was the it was maybe you can blame Tubi's or the fact that I had to split it in two days, but that was the longest a hundred hundred oh. uh, hour oh. and twenty minutes of my life. It was a long one, sure. Um, so. There's a scene where he's like in California, right? And the steroids and, the, <laughs> and that guy pisses for us, blah, blah, blah. And there's a moment where there's two black dudes that get off a tanning bed and then just stare at the camera and that yeah. creepy doctor just like. Is the joke that they were in the tanning bed so long that they, they got, they turned black? Is, is that, that the joke is, there? Was that yeah, the that's joke? the joke, guys. It's absolutely the joke. Oh. It'll so that's the... why the creepy doctor just went away because he's like, oh, I fucked up. They're yeah. black the, now. This director never worked. Uh, never no, surprisingly, he did one movie. So we got out of there working, walking out like 6-4. Also, movies you guys will probably never, ever watch again. Shout out to the other category that we were talking about before. <laughs> I am so sorry. Again, no, I tried to... I, I don't want you to apologize because... It's fucking great that this is picked. Dude, like, I Google. This gives me the confidence I, to pick anything I ever want on this show. That's true. Yeah, nobody ever feels bad about it. I search. Like, one I day search we're going to watch Biodome. 
No, please don't. I, I searched on I searched on YouTube for shits and giggles. Johnny B. Good movie review. There is not a <laughs> single the one. fucking the video. Duckman or John Flickinger. So we will we will be cornering the market. We um, are gonna corner the market hot, of hot fucking Johnny, Johnny B. Good. B. This, They're like, this, do is you like, mean, this is just like what Red Letter Media did for Nuki Tape. Yeah, it's gonna be the next triple R on this one. We're gonna be like, can we talk about can we talk about the Asian hookers in the party? That was fun. Uh, you must have did a uh, bad you really Google need to talk search. about this movie more. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. You must did an awful YouTube search because a man did make one four minute review. One man? Yeah, just one. Oh, okay. Sorry, we're we're coming for his turf. Yeah, but we can believe it. We're coming for his turf, but yeah, no, that 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 Texas scene was so fucking long and uncomfortable because you just have to. Re no, 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 no. Okay, no, no. Fuck the Texas scene. Can we talk about the hero of the movie? Can we talk about the hero of the movie? College the seventy, the seventy-five-year-old man no, that has been stalking. Anthony Hall this entire time and getting aroused every time there's some fucking college high school action, like the the cheerleader, no, no panties, and Uma Thurman and Michael uh, making out. The rest of the time, he's like, oh, this fucking job. And he's like, oh, oh we're time to jerk off. There's two kids fucking. And he is the hero of the movie in the end because he reveals that the coach framed him for rape. That's well, it's hey, such man, it's weird. okay it's if he's a good man and he's allowed to love his work. If this, score, if this isn't a lower score than fucking a gnome named Norm, I'm gonna be upset. <laughs> Dude, I legit would watch a gnome named Norm again, except I've watched, so I've watched Gnome Named Norm at twice since like I've watched it once before. After so yeah, uh, how does get made picked it and I was like, Laura, you need to experience this. It was so great. I didn't let her know that I actually No, no. I um I'm, Ooh, I I don't man. know if you guys remember, I know that we erase uh moments from, from our life in this podcast, but we paired um villains of horror and I put picked uh, Hellraiser for Joe. And him watching a no name nor again is a great fucking reason why. He's like BDSM <laughs> through sadist. Just fucking say it. All right, let's rate this bitch. Let's go into the ratings. Raiders, I guess let's start this off, right? Because it's my fault, and I'm so sorry. So I'm gonna start the bar super fucking low. Um, I love football. I love playing football in high school. Never would have been a star ever, no matter what my parents told me. Um, but I love Anthony McCall in the worst way. Like the worst way. That's why I picked this movie. This movie is a hard 1.8. Oh, wow. That's very low. Chains on his neck, walking down the street, and his brother, who has the dopest fucking BMX bike I've seen on film in a long time since. I think the um, the, the kid who plays fucking uh, Because the Story. Good. I can't think of his name. Peter Bell. In the BMX fucking movie that he's in a while. Oh, Rad? Yes. No, he wasn't Rad. He was in something else with the BMX. Is a, a, yo, an, yo, yo, All right. Rad. So my my uh, pick, just uh, my pick, um, Braiding. Yeah, it's a, it's a 1.2, 1.3. 
uh, broke dicks. <laughs> uh, broke my dick, coach. Um, Dude, if I, I, that was the state say. finals, that state better rename up, remain on on undetermined. Because that was the shittiest state finals. I, I, I think this, put this under two, or ranking this under two or three. It's like you're pretend. This is not the anywhere close to the worst thing we've watched. This is not like it there's. It's bad. I, this is it's not. So this is like passively offensive. Well, I love him. And there's like a structure here that you could make a movie with. It's a first draft. This is like it's a barely like a two point seven five. But it's this is a, you guys are being performatively like no, it was very no, bad. Brian. It doesn't it even deserve bad. that. It's not even worth that energy. But it's, it's, it's very bad. It's like boring. Like, what badly made offense? Like, yeah, like, yeah, at least Shore was like interesting. Oh, Brian! Brian is saying that people did. It was so hard to make it. People were <laughs> people worked really hard, guys. You worked really hard on this movie. Fucking zero. Someone Seems had to fluff okay, his cock up. Pick another Mac Anthony. You said don't do that. Don't do, don't give zero. You can't do that. That's wrong. Zero. All right. We'll pick next. All right, Yusuf, you're picking next. But I, what, did I just get skipped? It's not my. Pick no, anymore? Brian. I'm sorry, Brian. You pick next. I don't uh, I don't five years into the Sun or I, I put zero that way. It, it Brian's and mine evens out, and is one across the board. Fuck you, Brian. No, Brian, no. your pick. That's terrible. And it would be like 1.34 or something. Everybody's one. <laughs> but the idea, I mean, honestly, I'm just happy that now Drowning Mona won't be like the lowest rated movie anymore. <laughs> I, I still think you're being a little performatively harsh here. Um, All right. Anyway, oh, sorry, Anthony, Michael it's my Hall. pick. I'm not going to do a game this Anthony time. We'll just do a quick pick. I was going to ask you guys. It's the 11th we're recording. I don't know when this will go up. Is it too late to do a New Year's movie now? Do we got to wait around again? You pick whatever you want, babes. You pick whatever you want, man. Nobody's watching. Because somebody mentioned that Strange Days is on HBO Max now. That's a good one. Let's do it. I've never seen it. Strange Days? Yeah. I would love to do Strange Days. Captain Bigelow, Strange Days, about the turn about the turn of this late 90s uh, kind of sci-fi noir crime movie about the the millennium of the turn of the century. Perfect. Let's do it. It's a good one. Back to back to back first watches. 2023 is off to a great start. Getting it started. Where can the people find you? Better than a 1.3 or whatever. You guys are on Flyover State of Film Podcast. Guys, check out Flyover State of Fear. Um... Check out the latest uh, Fly By Me and Brian just did for Christmas if you want to. If you want to like, go back to the holidays, uh, shut up, user. Anyway, um, you guys find me in, also on Twitter at TJDex. Uh, who's next? You can find Yo. me here, Flyver State of Fear, all on your podcast feed and on Twitter at Trendingo1 and all that fun stuff. Didn't you just do a Brian. Saw episode, Joe? I did just yeah, do a Saw episode one. with Brian Starr, who's pretty popular on the TikToks and Instagrams, and he was very nice. Yeah, next week, nope. Then next week, nope, with Lon Harris returns to. Oh, nice. I just the nope, but Lon's a better get than me. Uh, yeah, and Brian will be coming on to talk uh, uh, Deadstream. Be on the lookout for that. We haven't even recorded it. Yet, no, so we haven't recorded it. All the time soon. I uh, bet it's an amazing show, Brian. Oh, um, you can find me right here on on YouTube and on Twitter at Herskillies, and this, that's the only places. Mm. That. That's it. Bye. 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 Bye.